It's easy to look at somebody else who's successful and think you should be like them. You should do what they're doing. Welcome to the Bold Artist Podcast Summer Sessions, where we're talking about hot topics for the season that'll make a difference to your art. I'm your host, Mary Janelle, joined by my co-host, Sharla Marskalk. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Bold Artist Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Charla Marskalk, and we are in the summer sessions where we're talking about hot topics for artists. And last week, we touched on the subject of taking commissions, and we talked about everything from a little bit of thoughts on contracts and communication clarity, just what is involved in taking a commission. And Charla said something very profound that I thought deserved some further discussion. You mentioned staying in the realm of your work where you know how you work and you stay in your zone. And I would love for you to clarify that a little on, on in the context of taking commissions, what does that mean, Charlotte, to stay in your zone? Well, I, I say that because we're artists and we wanna be free and we wanna be able to do whatever we feel like doing that day. Um, and there's a level where you can do that in a commission process, but I think it's best to leave all of your experimenting and learning and growth for your, your own time in your studio when you're creating work that you're inspired to create. When you're working on a commission, you stay, staying in your zone means staying where you are, you know that you can deliver. If you've, so you're painting portraits, you're painting likenesses, you're painting most likely loved ones or something very specific that somebody's asking you to paint. And that will create a lot of stress. They're going to give you money, you've made a promise, and now you have to keep it. If you mm. decide I'm going to paint um, a beard when you've never painted a beard before, and suddenly your first this is your first beard painting and it's a commission, and there's a lot lying lying on this project, you're going to be stressed out and you're not going to have fun. And it doesn't mean you won't succeed. Okay, I, I speak from experience here that mm -hmm. I've taken commissions in the beginning that I wasn't ready for. And I can paint a painting in a couple of days. I usually give myself some more time for commission work. So I'll, I'll price that accordingly. I'm gonna make this much money in this many days. And then I took this commission that was very difficult and it took me six weeks to finish it. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't paint eight hours a day every day. I had a lot of time in between because I was stressed and I just left it, um, which takes me to actually another point in that when I take commissions, I always give them, I say, I'll do this within the next six months. I never say I'll have it ready next week because you never know what can go wrong. So it didn't matter so much on my delivery that it took me six weeks to paint this painting because they weren't expecting it yet. However, it was six weeks of my life that I'll never get back mm -hmm. because I was very stressed and really worried. And in the end, what I got paid for that commission really didn't pay for the time that I, right. I committed to that commission. And you can't run a business like that. Yes, mm -hmm. we are artists and we can work all night and we can work all weekend. And that's a wonderful thing that we can be flexible. But when you stay in your zone, you prevent all of those stressful things from happening and right. they probably will happen because life is life and and maybe you'll get carried away at some point i've i've started commissions over from scratch because they've gone really bad some of that stuff is inevitable but mm -hmm. when you stay in your zone you're more likely than not to be successful and to be able to deliver something that's really meaningful and beautiful to your client 
Just mm-hmm. don't experiment. Don't try something right. brand new or pretend yeah. that you can do something you can't. Yeah. So you're saying don't, yeah, don't experiment on the actual piece that you're getting paid for. Do that separately, mm. grow your skills mm. separately, and then bring it into, in your zone, into what you offer a client. Do you think that there's a lot of artists out there that are just over-promising and then struggling through their commissions? Yeah, I see. I've, I came up on this early in my career and as a photographer before, and I won't call myself an expert in Photoshop, but I know Photoshop really well. Mm-hmm. I was able to say no to this um, ask of a client. But I see a lot in our community where people get asked to compile photographs into one painting. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be, you know, it, it just could be. Uh, well, actually, one, I was asked to take five kids and put into one painting. And I just said, no, I'm not going to yeah, do that. Yeah, they're asking five separate photographs with different lighting, different moods, different expression, different yeah. backgrounds, and wanted you to recreate those likenesses as a group. That is, That can be done. I'm sure that there's artists who do that and offer that service and can't have their ways, have their process. But if that's not your zone, if that's not something that you are an expert at, you're you could be looking at a potential nightmare to it, to do oh, that kind of job it's not potential it's guaranteed nightmare <laughs> and <laughs> I, we it, it comes up over and over and over in our community um that people have said yes to something like this that might not be five people it could just be two people and you can be more successful that way but what you don't recognize when you see when you see these two photographs is that the angle of their faces could be one could be taken slightly up one taken slightly down and when you put those two pictures together it doesn't make sense because you Mm -hmm. know that you you just intuitively know that you'll never see that in real life and then you got the lighting and people think they can change the lighting but when you're working from a reference and you need a likeness lighting hits features in specific Mm -hmm. ways and to change that lighting will quite easily change a feature. So you Mm -hmm. need to be very skilled in practice in order to be able to do that. And then I've had people ask, well, do you know somebody who knows how to use Photoshop and they can uh, fix the photo, make the reference photo for me? But that's a very highly skilled thing to be able to do as well. And if you're going to hire somebody to do that, because hopefully you're not expecting them to do work for you for free, you need to be willing to pay them and that needs to reflect in your um, in your commission pricing. Mm-hmm. So all of those things come with time and experience and expertise and it's not that you can't do it, but normally, especially when you're starting out, this is not something you should be promising or yeah. just thinking, you know, take the commission because you want the money and the hope that it'll all fill in later. You're not going to be able to, it's, it's just not going to be worth the time that it's going to take. And you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to pay the people who you need help from. So mm-hmm. one of the things, um, if you'd like a solution to that problem, which I've done successfully on several occasions, is just talk the client into having separate paintings. So it's their children or their grandchildren and they want one really sweet, loving painting of all of them together. Mm. And I tell them, you know what? These are personalities, they're unique personalities. And I could paint a separate painting of each of them and really bring out their personality. I can use different color palettes. You know, maybe we can add elements in to that painting that, that includes their personalities. And then in the end, you have portrait of that 
child separate one from the mm. other maybe they'll take it with them one day you know you don't know really what you can, what will happen to those paintings but in the meantime you can display them together on your wall and they will look beautiful yeah and they will work together because it's the same artist it's the same style yeah. I did a friend's kids where we did them at the same ages rather than there's different ages there's so many ways you can do it and then one other mm -hmm. thing on that is price pricing they'll often say well I can't afford two paintings well, you just do them smaller. You do two smaller paintings rather than mm -hmm. two large paintings. And together, you know, they make a beautiful art piece on the wall. Yes. So, so you can offer your, so like you can offer solutions to your client yeah. that keeps you still in your zone, but yeah. gives to them an option of how you could work for them. If they love your style, mm -hmm. but it's outside your zone. That is so wise and brilliant. I love that. It actually reminds me of a year that I couldn't do family photos. And so I happened to have a really good photo, like separate photos of our family and I clustered them on the wall and that was our family photo of the year. And that offering yeah. solutions <laughs> like that to your client of saying like, listen, this is outside my zone. What you're asking isn't, isn't what I do. It's not what I offer, but I could do this. And I love the kind of creativity. It also puts the control back um, into the artist's hands, um, helping them to work in their level of confidence. Is there any kind of question, self-reflective question that an artist could ask themselves prior to committing to a, a commission where they can ask a series of questions of knowing like, am I in my zone? Am I over promising? How do they even know their style and capabilities good enough to to have that kind of clarity when they say yes to a, a commission? It's a big question because it, it comes in to like just discussing, um, well, just how much you believe in yourself, you know, like how, mm -hmm. how much trust you have in your own process and mm -hmm. your own skills. And I don't really think you should be taking commissions if you're, if you don't really feel like you've reached um, a certain place. Um, I'm not totally sure how to explain it, but a lot of people will work with the idea of fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a there's a, a level of that that I agree with in business and life. You kind of got to fake it a little bit, pretend that you can do more. You got to believe, yeah. not pretend. You just got to believe that you I can see, do more. Yeah, and I see that you have to wade out deeper and in, into deeper and deeper waters in order to learn yeah. how to swim and then you start it's like learning to walk or run you you challenge and stretch yourself and you kind of have to take those first steps so there's an aspect mm -hmm. of faith and stretching yourself but it's kind of like uh, a lot of artists will just jump into the deep end with absolutely no um transitional steps of learning something they just I, I think yeah. I have done that myself like looking <laughs> in retrospect looking back on my artistic life I have many times gotten myself into situations that were over my head in commissions or in promises that I made to clients yeah. and I've learned the hard way what's great about this is you're verbalizing that for me you're putting it into words of what I could have done differently of just asking yeah. those questions to myself am I ready for this can I deliver this? Is it in my realm of expertise? Don't exper experiment while you're, <laughs> you know, doing someone's work for them. Like keep that separate. Experiment on the side and then bring it into the work. 
Yeah, yeah. And so I think it, it just comes down to practicing in your own studio and seeing what you enjoy doing, seeing what you're good at, seeing what people are responding to. And if you love painting um, babies, you know, like grandchildren and newborn paintings, then you need to be practicing that so that you know that you can bring that forward, learn what mm -hmm. it, what is the difference in a young and an old face so that you, you're not making the, the faces look too old or whatever. Practice and become confident that you can deliver and then you'll, you, you can do it and you can enjoy your work. Mm -hmm. If you don't like painting newborns, then you could try painting a couple and, you know, work your butt off to make sure that you can deliver something to that client. But then recognize, I don't like this and I don't want to do it just because it's money. I'm going to move into a zone that I actually enjoy. Maybe that's pet portraits. Mm -hmm. Maybe you love painting animals and you're fulfilled by it. Then that's where you go. Like, Mm -hmm. trust your own senses and don't think that somebody who paints a newborn painting is a better artist than somebody who paints a dog painting mm -hmm. just know that that is where you feel fulfilled that's your strength that's what you should be doing in that sense we talk mm -hmm. a lot about this when we talk about our own unique styles and messages mm -hmm. it's it's easy to look at somebody else who's successful and think you should be like them you should do what they're doing mm -hmm. but that's not true they're unique and they're doing and they're living their life you need to go into your unique path mm -hmm. and part of that is just sensing where you are fulfilled if you're yeah. fulfilled painting trees then that will be your calling and people mm -hmm. there's special trees to people i've seen mm -hmm. people ask to have trees commissioned to be painted because like I even have a few trees in my life from my childhood that I'd love to have paintings of. Mm -hmm. That could be an actual thing that you do. It's where you're fulfilled and it can change people's lives. Mm -hmm. I've seen people who paint childhood homes. So they're mm -hmm. architectural artists and they paint childhood homes for mm -hmm. people. It's so meaningful. So go yeah. where you feel fulfilled and trust that, practice yeah. it. And then you will, you will feel really confident that you can stay you can, in your zone stay in your zone yeah and deliver well, what i hear painting. there is stay in your zone and stay in your your realm of fulfillment um yeah. and both of those together are very powerful and so yeah. thank you for sharing that with us today here on the bold artist podcast i hope that you're all on our newsletter list through boldschool.com we've got all kinds of wonderful exciting happenings in our community yeah. we have workshops and classes and a great conversation, amazing people in our new social media community. You can find that through boldschool.com. Here on the podcast, we release weekly on all audio apps, including Spotify and here on the YouTube channel. We are so happy to have you listening in and being part of our life here with Bold School. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>